everybody, welcome to a new episode of All Things Neat. I can't remember what episode it is, Chad. <laughs> That's all right. It's okay. That doesn't matter what episode uh, it is because today's a very special episode of All Things Neat. I am sitting in my basement across the room from a buddy and former coworker of mine, Chad. What's up, dude? Hey, hey guys. I'm Chad. How are uh, you, sir? I am doing well. Welcome, welcome to the podcast studio. Uh, we are talking today about, well, something that I completely blame Chad for, which is my <laughs> obsession with a game called Hearthstone. But before we get into that, Chad, yes, what would you like the listeners to know about you, if anything? Well, I actually blame you on Hearthstone, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> I got into Hearthstone a lot ever since Cam started talking about it at work, but it's a fun game. Um, basically... I met Cam at Capitol Federal, where I work currently. Yes, back in the banking days. Back in the banking days. Um, I currently am going to school, trying to earn my associates in political science. Oh, boy. <laughs> we are not talking politics tonight. We are not talking politics tonight. I promise okay, everybody that. <laughs> but other than that, what I like to do in my free time is kind of just relax, hang out, play games like Hearthstone, for instance, and... It's kind of just my love, love passion for this card game, but yeah. All right. Yes. Chad, Chad and I uh, spent many an hour at the <laughs> bank, me essentially whining to him about why he was so much better than me and how he could teach me to be better at this game, which is, you know, what I expect at the end of this podcast that, that, you know, I'm going to be much better than I am already, but enough of that. Let's just jump in. Chad, would you, uh, Explain to the listeners what Hearthstone is, assuming they have no idea. Yeah, sure. So Hearthstone is a card game. Well, it's a strategy-based card game. So what it is is uh, you pretty much uh, you enter the game. Uh, you get a set predetermined basic amount of cards that you have for whatever class that you choose. So um, basically... It's easy to jump into for anybody who has no idea what Hearthstone is. So if you have no idea and uh, you're interested in pretty much getting, getting into the game itself, it's very simple to learn. It's very simple to get the hand of. Um, maybe it's just really you can play it to a certain degree very casually and you'll find yourself really getting better at the game overall. But it's a very fun, very simple card game that's turn-based and basically you just go up against an opponent and uh, uh, may the best man win, <laughs> <laughs> or or woman, or woman, or yes. woman. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. So like as as you said, it's turn based, and you're mm -hmm. facing real people. Yes, there are certain parts where you can play the computer, but it's essentially Stretch. a real person versus real person over mm -hmm. the internet uh, match. In fact, Chad and I have played quite a few times, and I don't think I've ever beat him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, you you mentioned classes in there. Yes. And what what is a class? What does that mean? So a class is a uh, pretty much is a hero. So think of Spider Man, Batman. Think of your Marvel heroes. Anything like that. It's it's a hero uh, that you get to choose. Uh, the heroes range from warlock, hunter, paladin. You have uh, shaman, warrior, rogue. Many, many classes that you can choose from. Those are just examples. But basically, you choose a class, you play that class, and then that class itself has predetermined cards that you get to choose uh, basically what you want to play with. Now, everybody 
uh, everybody who starts or every game that you actually enter uh, against a computer or a player, you get 30 cards starting out. and uh, 30 cards in your deck, right? Yes, 30 cards in your deck, correct. You can have much more, that, more than that in your collection uh, that you will see if you were to enter the game and then realize, well, you have a collection of cards. It's all uh, pretty much kept into a book. Uh, virtual, of course, into that, uh, so to speak, game. So you get to collect cards. You get to pretty much do what you want with cards. You can disenchant cards, make cards. It's a very, very uh, fun and interactive way of playing. But anyway, back to what I was saying on topic with the classes. You choose a class, you play as that class, and you have pre predetermined uh, cards for that class. Right. So uh, a, a warrior, for instance, mm -hmm. has cards that you can only play if you're a warrior. Yes, correct. So um so warrior will have its own warrior basic cards that you can only choose if you're a warrior. You can, a rogue can't have a warrior's cards or anything, or vice versa. Yeah, and one of the cool things about Hearthstone is that you can you only choose your class on a per game basis. So like when you start playing Hearthstone, you're not like I'm committing to mage and I'm I mean you can do that, but if you play a game as a mage and like oh I don't like this, I'm going to go try hunter. You can turn right around it, so you're not committing for the the length of your playing to one class. So that's one of the things that keeps the game, in my opinion, very fresh. Is I get new cards for accomplishing a quest, or you know, I I rank certain you know a certain um, number by the end of the season, which we'll get into all the stuff in a little bit. Um, and you get free packs, and I go, oh, that's a really cool shaman card. I want to go play that card. Um, so you can create decks and uh, for different classes and. Uh, it's really cool. Also, um, in addition to the class-specific cards, each uh, hero has um, their cards have certain traits. Like uh, you know, most freeze cards are mage cards. Most most beast cards are hunter. There are right. some that you know that are in the druid class, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but you also have a hero power, which will kind of help determine if you want to play that class right right yes um yeah so basically heroes have heroes hero powers which are are specific to that hero so no other hero can have their power so uh what what you get in the game when you start a game you, there is a total of 10 mana crystals and you start out with one mana crystal and this might be getting in a little bit uh death really quick but uh, you can choose, and every single card you have will have a mana cost. So, for instance, there's a card that you can play on turn one as that costs one mana. You get to play that card. Uh, you can't play any other other card on turn one, but on turn two, you can play a turn two card, which is two mana cost, and so forth. So you get ten mana crystals. Uh, each turn leads up to another, uh, so to speak, mana crystal. So turn one, there's one. Turn two, there's two mana crystals. Turn three, there's three mana crystals. Uh, but basically, like uh, Cam was saying with the heroes, uh, you can use your hero ability, which is two mana crystal for everybody. And it's specific for that class. It's designed for that class. Hunter does two damage. Priest heals itself for two. It's, it's really unique, and it's fun. And it's, uh, I mean, you can, like Cam said, you can go in any game and pretty much do whatever you would prefer, make your own decks, you can switch up classes, you can do literally anything you want in that game, which is what makes it fresh, for instance. It does make it fresh, and it's fun, and you can do pretty much anything you want in the game in terms of what you want to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... it's um, there's so much variance in 
the classes and the powers and uh, just the, especially now with the number of expansions that have come out since me and you both really got back yeah. into this, uh, that you're always constantly trying to learn the new cards and learn the new um, abilities that the cards give you. Um, which maybe we can talk about now. So your basic cards, you've got minions and spells, essentially. That's... Those are the two biggest genres of card, right? Right, yeah. And a, So a minion is going to have an attack and a defense value. Mm-hmm. And then a spell is going to do something to something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be generic here. Um, and so within the spells, you've got Spells that deal damage, spells that deal health, spells that give armor, mm-hmm. yep. which is different than health, because right. you can only have 30 health. That's Correct. the most you can have. Yes. But you can have 30 health and then have, like, 30 armor on top of that. Right. So so they're different in that health is capped at 30. If you're at 28 health and then you heal yourself for 6, you don't go to 34. You stick at 30, mm-hmm. um, which is why um, warriors who can give themselves armor, that's their... Um, hero power can be really hard to beat sometimes if they just keep armoring up and armoring up and armoring up. Um, so you have, you have spells that will, uh, like I said, damage health armor secrets or Chad plays, <laughs> Chad plays a deck called secret paladin. That, is infuriating to play against. It makes Cam very mad. <laughs> it makes a lot of other people mad too. And so what secrets are is what they sound like. Chad will play a spell, for instance, um what's the one that summons a two one bandit? For like I attack one of your minions and I have to go Oh, uh that's attack. called uh, I think Argent Defender or something of the sort. So. Yeah, and so it's a secret. So all I see mm-hmm. on Chad's side is a little question mark that means he played a card and I don't know what that card does. Uh, now I also have a secret paladin deck, so I know most of the secrets, but you have to try and figure out which one would he play in this instance. And so this one is, I've got, you know, uh, uh, for example, I play Hunter a lot and one of the Hunter cards is a, a, a wild boar that has four attack and two health. And oftentimes I will want to attack with that very quickly. And, uh, if Chad has that secret and I attack his hero, all of a sudden that secret gets triggered because I've attacked, which is the keyword in it, and then I wind up attacking that character that has two attack and one health, essentially right. yes. wasting yeah. my decent four attack mm-hmm. card. It's and you never know what's gonna trip a secret. Yeah. Because yep. some secrets deal uh health, some secrets uh deal armor, some secrets give your minions more attack and more health. And they all are triggered on different uh scenarios. So you never you just the you kind of just have to plow through it and hope that you have the cards to it's yeah, it's very annoying. <laughs> it's very annoying. It's a ton of fun to play, but it's very <laughs> annoying to play against. Yeah. Um, and then uh, as far as the minions are concerned, I mean, they have, there's so many different powers they have like charge or taunt. Would you want to maybe explain yes. what some of those are? Yeah. So, so mi- every minion is different. Every minion has its own attack, its defense. Every number is different between the minions. So, for instance, I'll give you an example. Uh, there is a minion called Piloted Shredder. It's a 4-3 uh, four attack. It's a 3 defense. Basically, it has a special ability on it. And what that special ability is, it's called Death Rattle. Now, Death Rattle, what it does is it does something after that minion dies. So if that minion dies, say you, you were trying to attack a different minion and you killed your own minion in the process, 
Uh, it triggers a death rattle, and death rattle basically for that minion is to summon a, another minion for, I believe, two cost minion. So instead of just going and losing that minion, you have another minion in place for that minion, if that makes sense. So it's, it's very um, it's very easy to learn, too, because what these minions have on them is like these special little attributes that you will see colored up underneath their uh, health, pretty much. And uh, the way it works, though, is that some minions have taunt, and what taunt is is that if you were to play a minion with taunt, the other opponent has to pretty much clear that taunt out to even get to you. So, yeah, and when you play that taunt, it animates with like a nice shield that goes around the card further and enforcing yes. the idea you've got to go through that one before yes. you can attack other things. Yes, yes, definitely. And a lot of decks like to throw lots of taunts in them, which gets very, <laughs> very abrogated. <laughs> I played an all taunt deck the other day and I wanted to hurt myself. It was infuriating because I didn't have any, I didn't have any cards that would clear. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh, um, for example, a mage card called Flame Strike deals yeah. four damage to all, oh, your, yeah. all your enemies. It's a really great card because mm-hmm. late in the game you can kill most of your uh, opponent's minions. Um, uh, but back to what we're saying. Uh, so Taunt and Death Rattle. There's one called Battle Cry, which is yes. the exact yes. opposite of Death Rattle. It's right. As soon as you play the card, mm-hmm. something happens. Right. And then there's charge, which means you get to attack right away because the general mm-hmm. rule, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Chad, the general rule is when you play a card, it has to wait until your next turn before it can attack. Yes. Correct? Yep, that's right. Yeah. So charge uh, removes that stipulation and Pretty lets much. you attack right yep. away. Mm-hmm. Um, not the current expansion, but the previous expansion, the Grand Tournament, yes. introduced a new one called Inspire. Yes. And what does that one do, Chad? So what Inspire does is when you play your hero ability, uh, basically that minion has a special uh, description under it. So it says, when it says Inspire, it's, uh, it has a description on that minion and what it does when you press your hero ability. I can give you an example right now. There's one for a priest that if you play uh, that minion and then you uh, pretty much hero ability right after you play that minion, it heals you for four. For instead life. of two instead of two yeah and, it, and it's the minion itself it's not even your hero ability well if you were going to use your hero ability you get six because it's four yeah. and yeah two so the inspire stuff is completely dependent upon you using your hero power right 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 it is it is and a lot of people like to use their hero ability basically if they have those type of cards which is ma- which what makes it hearthstone unique you can always make your own kind of decks own cards in your collection and you can always change it switch it up do a different class and that's what makes it really fun yeah well and that's i think that's where i head next because i feel like we have we've gotten kind of into the weeds as far as the details of the gameplay which is important because if you have no idea what we're talking about and you've heard all this and you're like wow that sounds dumb you probably don't <laughs> want to listen to the rest of the show but if you're like us in this sort of strategy and customization and um thinking a few turns ahead appeals to you this game is so much fun, uh, especially because once you have been playing for a while and you kind of have a grasp on certain um, combos that people like to play, uh, what, for example, the paladin secrets are. So when you play a <laughs> secret paladin, you know yeah. what potentially could come. 
you you really start to get into the thinking three or four moves ahead, what they mm-hmm. could possibly do, how you're going to counter it. And for me, that's what makes it fun because I'm not a great yes. player. Like I'm a good player. Mm-hmm. I am not great. And so there's this there's a ranking system if you play rank. You can always play casual, which is where I'll try out a lot of new ideas just to see if they have legs. Right, right, which is perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. great to uh test anything new and play as a casual game. But as Ken was saying, right, it's um it's basically it's just so it's so fun to pretty much uh try to predict what your opponent's going to do in our opinion, I would think. Um uh, basically, yeah, like Kim said though, this game is amazing if you're just looking at a strategy, try to figure out what your opponent's going to do next, learn all the abilities, all the things in Hearthstone that makes it fun and neat. And it's just overall a really unique kind of game where you can just take the time, figure things out, and then excel in it right after. So it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, and um, one of the, the best things that they did to make it fun is that gameplay is quick i mean you could you can play a game anywhere from like three to ten minutes depending Mm -hmm. on what type of deck you and your opponent are playing how much better you are than them or vice versa uh or if they just quit because you're you're kicking their butt (laughs) um but it's also you can play it on your iphone yep you can play it on your ipad and you can Mm -hmm. play it on your pc or on your mac uh so i mean having it on my phone Chad will attest to this. When we were working at the bank, whenever we were on lunch, we were don't tell anyone. playing the game or two. We were on break. We were getting okay. paid. Uh, and so, I mean, in the experience between the iPhone, the iPad, and then the PC or the Mac is seamless. It's the same on all, all the devices. So it's never it, – I mean, they've done a really good job to make it easy to use, mm-hmm. fun to play, uh, and easy easy to access yes definitely. and also winner winner it's free you don't have to spend right. a single penny on yeah. this game yeah you can spend a lot of money if you want because mm-hmm. there are in-app purchases for card packs and expansions and all that sort of stuff but right. have you spent any money on hearthstone i have fell victim to spending a little bit of money on there i have spent probably about 60 dollars. <laughs> but when you do spend money in hearthstone basically you have an option to do about expansions mm-hmm. or card decks or card decks uh card packs for instance so uh you can buy anywhere from a measly few dollar card packs or up to literally 60 dollar card packs if you really wanted to go crazy and then expansions they vary from price to price but Typically, I think they're, what, $30? Yeah, 25 or 30 25 or 30 And basically, when you buy an expansion, you get to unlock all the little custom bosses for that expansion. And it's mm-hmm. really unique because every boss has a different mechanic. It's all fun stuff. But uh, basically, you earn the like uh, cards for that expansion, and you're guaranteed, I think, a legendary. And we can get all into the nitty and gritty stuff pretty much with the card and the rarity types and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so you've got basic, uh, uncommon, rare, Mm -hmm. epic. Yes. And? Legendary. Legendary, Legendary. yes. And and the legendary cards do really crazy things, but they're really hard to find. Um, All right, but back to the ranked play, because I got totally distracted there. Uh, You start out rank... Uh, 25, 25 is, yes. the lo- is the lowest you can be. Right. And then what happens when you get to rank one, Chad? <laughs> so if you are just extremely well, well adept and decided to get all the way up to rank one or all the way down, I could say, uh, 
basically what happens is it takes about six games, I want to say, of straight victories. And what happens is if you complete six games at rank one with all victories, uh, you move on to the next rank, which is called Legend. Now, Legend is the top, I want to say, around 10,000 players in, in, in the region. So North it's America. That many. That's that? depressing. It's that many people? <laughs> it's that many people. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> so there's a lot of players that play Hearthstone. I'm not sure exactly what the number is in the millions, but idea how many people yeah but it's like it's like the top one or two percent of players yes right? so if, uh if that i think it's a 0.5 percent of the players i think because okay that makes me feel better <laughs> when i get to rank five four or three i, I usually at five it's about the top three percent when you go about to two it's like the top one percent and it goes so forth so it's really uh it's really it keeps you attached to when you play through ranked and you keep ranking up it's really fun it's it's uh, innovative it's really cool to see stars and see your rank up and things mm -hmm. like that and yeah. then uh so the, but those rankings are only good for one month because every Correct. month yes a season ends and right. then begins so we're recording this on uh june 9th so a new season just started nine days ago right and so but based on how you do the previous season yes. you get some bonus stars to start so everyone doesn't start at rank 25. Right. For instance, yes. So if you were to rank, uh, got to rank rank 5, for instance, last month, uh, you basically get bonus stars for achieving that rank. And when the new season starts, they give you a preset determined amount of stars that you get to uh, use, or so to speak, it just puts it on the rank already. So I was at rank 5, and when the new season started, I was at rank 17 automatically without even playing a ranked game for that, for that season. What else did you get besides a bunch of bonus stars? Well, <laughs> you do get rewards for playing ranked games. So this kind of ties in with the whole uh, card packs, the unlocking of cards and things like that. But when you compete in ranked play, you get the chance at achieving special cards. So, for instance, I, uh, rarity, rarity. You get blue, blues, which are rares, epics, which are purples. Uh, so I do recall receiving a golden epic, which is just a fancy card. Um, and I do recall receiving a normal epic and then a few blues and some enchanting dust, which you can do, which with the dust, for instance, uh, you can disenchant cards, which basically gives you dust. So if you had a card, for instance, you did not use, did not like, you can get rid of it. And then with that dust, you can make your own card that you see in your own collection. So if you wanted to play, if you want to see a, uh, card that was a legendary card you really wanted that you can save all your dust up for that card and then once you have enough you can buy it so that's really interesting with that too yeah it's it's not a good deal though i mean be, like if you disenchant a legend legendary card i think it's like you get 400 dust for it but, but to craft yeah. a legendary card costs 1600 <laughs> so yeah i mean get if you're never going to play a card you might as well take advantage of the dust but like for example i I didn't play a whole lot of ranked last month. I played a lot of casual because I was trying a bunch of new decks out. So I didn't really, I think I only got up to like rank like 20. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. I didn't play a whole lot. And so I think I got like five dust and like an uncommon golden card like for my rank. Like I didn't get anything. Uh -huh. uh, but also, uh, so you don't only just get prizes at the end of the month. 
you yes. are you at any given time you can have three quests such as like win five games with any class or mm-hmm. deal 100 damage to enemy heroes or play x amount of minions that cost this or less and when right. you accomplish those goals in gameplay that you're rewarded with coins and you can use those coins to purchase um cards in the game or enter the arena which I don't ever play the arena. I don't play the arena, but what the arena is is something that's pretty much just crazy beyond your typical games. It has a uh, fun thing that they add to it every every week. I believe it's different. That's Tavern Brawl. Oh, that's Tavern Brawl. That's yeah. the one that's got all the oh crazy the arena. Rooms. Yeah, yeah, the, the arena, arena you I get don't play. you uh yeah, the they present you with three class options. Mm-hmm. You pick one of them, and then you have to build a deck. That's right. And then if you lose <laughs> three times, you're out. I rarely arena. That one is <laughs> that one's a very risky one for me. Yeah, because it costs 150 coins, whereas yeah. it, and you're guaranteed at least one deck of cards. But one deck of cards only costs 100 coins. Right. Um. But Tavern Brawl is another one where yeah, every week they change the rules, and like the one this week is called Clone Ball, and y- your deck is full of legendary minions, and you have four copies of each minion, and then you have a card that will, and you're only usually allowed. Legendaries one copy, but regular cards two copies per deck. Yes. So this yeah. is totally breaking a whole bunch of rules, <laughs> and it's Just craziness. Yeah. And so what I did is I had a um, quest that was like win two games with priest or warlock. Well, I don't really ever play priest or warlock, mm-hmm. but I wanted the coins, so I went to tavern brawl, played as a warlock, won oh, two tavern brawl smart. games, got my free because if you win one game in tavern brawl, you yeah. get a free pack of cards. So I always take the free pack of cards. Yes. Yeah. But I sometimes if the tavern brawl is fun, if I like, get an interesting twist on the game, I'll use it to accomplish quests that I otherwise would just get rid of. Yep. See, that's a very smart way. Well, like I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's close. It's close, but uh no, it's good. All right. So, uh hopefully we have painted a fun happy picture of what Hearthstone is like. Mm-hmm. Um you should honestly, it's free to play. Yes. It's free to play. Nothing to lose. <laughs> it's a very Literally, except maybe 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, at this point, you know, you've already wasted. done two and a half times that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um is there anything else introductory that you want to talk about before I start asking you strategy stuff? Yes. Um basically before we go ahead and get into that i just want to let everyone know that it is a very convenient game to where like you said earlier it's about literally five to ten minute ten minute games it, it can be even shorter sometimes when i play my shaman it's about a three minute game and that's brutal <laughs> so it's you can like we're gonna get into you can make very fast paced decks or you can literally have very slow paced decks and the difference is well, do you want to play really slowly and just make the ato- opponent fatigue, fatigue, or would you like to just burn them down really quickly? So you have your options, and it just all ties in with how you want to play the game. Do you want to play it fast? Do you want to pay- play it slow? There's so many options in this game, and like Cam said earlier, it's on your tablet, your phone. If you just want to play a game at night on your phone or your tablet, you can. You can do it. It's very simple. It's very easy, and it's fun. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. All right, so let's take this conversation from beginner to I'm going to call you an expert, and you're just going to have to suck it up. (laughs) By no means expert, but I'll take it. (laughs) Okay, of the people I know who play this game, you are by far the best one that I know. (laughs) So we're just going to roll with that. I'm flattered. 
this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are um, some of your favorite strategies for the game? I know that we've mentioned your Secret Paladin deck, yes. but you have many other decks that I'm equally jealous of. Um, so maybe just, yeah, what are two, two or three of your favorite decks and the strategies that make those decks fun, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah. So I have a... Uh... A fast pace, like I was saying before, shaman deck. So what this is is basically I have things that tie into other cards. So I have many cards that pretty much synergize with my other cards, and that's what I kind of do with my decks. I always try to find the best card that synergizes with the other card that I have. So for, so for instance, when I start a game, I have uh, basically uh, the option to burn down my opponent, which is what I typically do on my on my shaman, for instance. So we start a game, I play turn one card. Now what happens is usually they don't do anything on turn one. <laughs> Rookies. <laughs> so by turn two, I am literally just throwing everything at my opponent. I mean, I'm throwing any spell, any ability I have, and I'm just typically going face. And what face is, is basically the opponent's hero. We, we, there's lots of sling and lots of... Yeah, we've done a really good job of of not throwing around (laughs) Hearthstone jargon, but I feel like at this point, just go for it, and if I feel like I need to explain it, I'll do that at a later point. Okay, so basically, yes. So you go for, what I usually do is, on my Shaman, I just go for the opponent's uh, hero, and I just use everything I have. So for instance, if I have a spell that does damage, I'll throw it at him as quickly as I can. If I have a Lava Burst, which does five damage, I'll throw it at him as quickly as I can. Uh, I have a turn one uh, minion that's called Tunnel Trog, and if I usually get that... That's a good card. That's, it's a very, very good card. If you play that in turn one and you start throwing any card that overloads, and this is a lot of terms, so you might not know exactly what the, that means, but just basically, yep, if I play a card, it just synergizes with it, it does more damage, and it just keep, continues, continues, and continues until that per- opponent is pretty much done. So usually the games only last till t- turn five, turn six, t- turn seven if it's a slow game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have another deck as well, and I'll start getting into these. I have a slower deck, which is a Paladin deck. Uh, I have basically a, how that one works. It's called a Murloc Paladin deck. I love Murloc Paladin. Murloc it's Paladin. It's so deck. much fun. <laughs> it's so, except, okay, I'm going to interrupt you. Uh-huh. Uh, so I... My Murloc Paladin deck, I love playing. I ha- I cannot beat Mage with it, though. Anytime I come up against a Mage, mm-hmm. I can get him down to two or three health, but yeah. I always lose because there's this one card that just came out called Any Fin Can Happen. <laughs> Any Fin love Can that Happen. Card. <laughs> and essentially, okay, so Murlocs are all like f- creepy, weird mutant fish. And whenever yes. you play one, it goes... Just like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm pretty good Hearthstone. Uh, um, what's the uh, impersonator? So one of the things that we haven't mentioned is when you play cards, there's sounds. Like it's yes, a very yes. rich visual mm-hmm. and audio game. Like the experience is really, yeah. really well done. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and maybe at the end we can share some of our favorite um, card sayings because there are some really good ones. Um, but this anything can happen as a ten cost card. So the earliest you can play it is round is uh, turn ten. ten. Yep. And what it does is it brings back seven Murlocs that have died during the game and fills your board with them. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Murlocs is, th- to use Chad's term of, of synergy, mm-hmm. they, they all work together. So uh, one will have uh, add 
um, to your attack the number of other murlocs on the board. Right. Or give all other murlocs plus one attack, plus one defense. Or uh, deal two damage to all non-murloc minions. Um, but they're all extremely low health. One or two health, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the mage's hero power is deal one damage to yeah. an enemy of my choice. And then they have this other card that I mentioned earlier called Flame Strike. And every time I play anything can happen against a mage, the next thing they do is flame strike my whole board and kill all seven of my minions. There was one game on turn 10, I played anything can happen, he flame struck him. The next turn, I played anything can happen again, he oh, flame no. struck him again. <laughs> oh, that just destroys it's like, of course soul. you have two flame strikes in your hand. Why wouldn't you have that? Of course. So anyways, back to your Merlot. Sure. <laughs> Thank so, you for indulging me. Of course. So like I said, it's a slower deck. But it has some one, two cost spells, three cost spells. But really, the goal of the deck is is to pretty much have your opponent use all their valuable cards early on. And then pretty much at turn 10, that's when you really just pull everything out from your deck already. And it's just over at that time. They've used everything. They've used all their resources. That's when at turn 10, that is your moment to shine with the Murloc Paladin deck. It's a slower deck, but it's a very fun deck. It definitely synergizes. And one of, one of the... the the really cool things about that deck in particular is the the value of your murlocs on the board early in the game isn't that high because you right. can kill them off or if you're if your enemy wastes a lot of his spells early or his minions early to kill your minions you get to bring them back so it's almost like mm-hmm. i've got two of them in my deck so it's almost like i have 44 cards in my deck instead of 30 because yes. it's pretty much guaranteed that by the time I play that card, mm-hmm. I'm getting all seven. I mean, my board is full. Exactly. So yeah. you get to reuse them multiple times, which means you can be a little more uh, liberal with your yes. gameplay. Yes, yes. No consequences there. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to mention my third deck, which is... Uh, what it is, is a, it's a mage deck that emphasizes on basically what the paladin deck already does but it's in in a way it's a mage it's fatigue mage it's what we call a freeze mage very very this deck yes this may this this deck is not very fun to go against but it's very fun to play (laughs) now what this deck does is basically um it is to prevent all damage for the longest period of time so uh, you have spells that pretty much give you eight armor every time you use them. They're called secrets, just like with the Paladin deck. Yeah, Ice Barrier, right? Yes, Ice Barrier. It gives you eight armor when an opponent attacks uh, your hero. And then there's also another secret that pretty much, it's called Ice Block, and it makes your hero invulnerable. Well, yeah, that no one can hurt you at that time. So basically, if you're about to lose a match and you play that card and your opponent's about to attack your hero so, so they can win, Pretty much, they yeah. cannot beat you that turn because that secret just goes off and nobody can. You know, there's nothing do damage. Can do. Yeah, you can't do you damage. Can't, you can't go fatal that turn. The right. the number, I it's probably only like four or five times that's happened to me where I've been playing against the mage that has this secret, and that I will trigger that secret. Mm-hmm. I will not be able to beat them that turn, and then the next turn. Yes. I lose. I've lost four or five games that way, and it's infuriating. Yes, it is because I didn't know that that's what the secret was, obviously. And mm. so instead of playing control to make sure that I don't die the next turn, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna win, boom. And then yeah. by that point, it's too late to do control right. over the board. That it's so 
frustrating. <laughs> the only thing more frustrating than that uh-huh. is when you're about to beat your opponent and he plays Reno Jackson and he goes full health. Mm, that one is frustrating. <laughs> it is. There is not a single card in this game that I hate more than Reno, Reno Jackson. Because <laughs> when I see Reno Jackson, yeah. I just concede. I just quit. Really? Because I mean, unless is, unless yeah. Yeah. my board is full and it's a desperate yeah. play for them and they've got right. no cards, but it's, usually it's like I'm at eight health or ten health, and you used everything at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going for fatal and mm. I'm about to kill them, and yep. right before I do it, they play this card. So Reno Jackson is a four six card. It's a legendary. Yes. And its power is if you have one copy of every card. How do I say this? If you have no more than one copy of every card in your deck, mm-hmm. meaning you've got no multiples, right? Restore your hero's health to full. Yes. So he can go from two health to 30, and then it's just a matter of time before they do the 8 to 12 damage, you know, that I have left. Yes. Before I can get to 30 on them. Because that card is very, very I strong. Hate <laughs> I hate it. It works well if you're trying to play a slow deck, though. <laughs> that being said, with the Freeze Mage deck, though, basically, like I said, the goal is to just slow down your opponent, stall as long as you can. It focuses a lot on draw power. And what draw power is, is basically drawing cards as many as you can. By the time you've had all your cards that you need uh, pretty much to end the game on turn 10. So, for instance, there's a three-cost card called Acolyte of Pain. Now, what, the, what typically happens in uh, this Freeze Mage deck is that they'll hero power the Acolyte of Pain. And then they'll attack something that may, might the opponent might have on the board that's like a 1-1 one, one or 1-2 one, or something that's just low attack. So it doesn't kill their Acolyte of Pain so they can draw more cards. And pretty much they have just unlimited draw power. And by the time they're ready to burn down the opponent, they have all their spells in their hands. So Ice Lance, they have free spells, they have Fireballs. And by that time, even if you have literally 20 health, you're probably going to lose against a mage by that time. So that's how that deck works, though. It's very, yeah. it's very infuriating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really dislike mage. I, I dislike <laughs> playing against it, I should yes, say. Yes, it's, it's hard to play against, but it's fun to play if you ever want to try mage. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I have a few questions, personally, yes. that I'm just going to ask on the podcast, because why not? We're already talking. Right. Uh, this, is, this has been lots of fun. Um, Okay, so when you're building a deck, and mm-hmm. I, I understand that it depends on what style of play you're going for, but how do you, um, like for instance, I have a control hunter deck. Mm-hmm. So hunter is a class that um, I really enjoy playing. It's aggressive, but it's also strong enough to play control. So depending on, yes. I used to play face hunter when I was early on because it was just attack, attack. It was just a lot of fun. It was a lot <laughs> it was of fun. fun. <laughs> and then, and then I've, I've kind of moved on to playing control hunter now. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems I have is the hunter class has so many sexy big cards. Mm-hmm. And by yes. big, I mean um, large cost, high cost right, cards. Right, right. Um, King Crush is one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> has been. <laughs> it's, it's okay, so King it. Crush is a, is a nine cost <laughs> T-Rex, essentially. Uh, it's like, like, the, like the crazy uh, dinosaur from Jurassic World is kind of what King Crush reminds me of. And it is a eight attack, eight health charge. So on turn nine, or if I have the coin, which we haven't mentioned yet. Yes, that's right. If I drop the coin, I can play King Crush on turn eight and do eight damage immediately to whatever I want. Right, right. 
so that's Godzilla's another tempting one. That's a four, four nine, I think, card. But that every time, about right. every time it takes damage, its attack doubles. Yes, that uh, thing can be yeah. huge. <laughs> I've seen it get up to sixty four health. But wow. it was because they were attacking it to kill it off, and they just uh-huh. had to hit it with a bunch of small minions. Mm-hmm. So I never actually got to attack with that much because it just you know dies. Um, <laughs> but like Savannah High Main, which it has a death rattle of something two, two, two high. Like there's lots of big uh-huh. cards in that deck. And so one of the problems I have, especially because I want control. So I need some of the bigger, more powerful um, minions is, is one is balancing in a control deck spells versus minions. And then also making sure that I'm not screwing myself over with too many large minions. So like, cause there, there, there are times in that control hunter deck, well, I'll get a draw and I'll win in five turns, mm-hmm. which in a control deck is really fast yes. just because my draws were perfect. Really good, yeah. Then there's other times where I will just, I will only draw my big cards and I'll have like 11 cards left mm-hmm. in my deck and yeah. they're all my one and two and three cards. And like, it's infuriating. It's, infuriating, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are, the, what are the chances? And so I guess all of this to say, when you are trying to, build a control deck yes how do you approach mana balance Mm -hmm. and then also spell versus minion balance so kind of with my secret paladin which i make it a control paladin pretty much that's a great example uh I'll, i'll throw it out here it's secret paladin the one i have focused on is a control deck but it's also can be played as a rusher if you wanted to now the way i set that one up is and it's since I'm gonna use it as a control deck uh, similarity. It's I have uh, I want to say many two drop cards. The two drops are very very important cards because they kind of set the tone for the beginning of the match. You can also have very limited one drops. I would say maybe one or two at the most, and they have to be really work well with the deck. Otherwise, don't even go for it. The two drops are more more valuable. And the three drops I usually keep it limited to one or two, but the the big one I emphasize on is the four drops. The four drops are crucial. Like Pilotage Shredder, for instance, is such a valuable card to have. If I didn't have that card, I'd probably lose half my matches. <laughs> <laughs> so that card in itself is huge. You need to have a really good, strong four, four drop. Like I said, four drops, three drops, these are all just what they cost. Uh, so you must have a decent amount of four drops. When I say that, probably at least four four drops. Uh, I usually keep it around one or two five drops. Six drops are pretty much not limited to, but maybe one. And then obviously your high cost spells are gonna, not going to exceed maybe eight or nine. So if you have a 10 cost spell, it's probably not worth it for a control attack. <laughs> I know that's not what you want to hear, but <laughs> control is great unless you really, really want to just slow down the game. Because the way it works is that when you run a control deck, you're kind of, for well, you're kind of uh, putting yourself in a place where if you run into a warrior who's a control deck, usually they're going to win just because with all the armor up. So you want to play it a little bit faster pace, but at the same time, you don't want to play it like an aggro deck, which aggro deck just goes quick, quick, quick. But you do want to keep a steady pace, and you do want to have at least a somewhat amount of, uh, just a mixture of one, two, three, four, not too many uh, ones, not too many threes emphasize on the four and then 
keep it limited on the five and the six. And then obviously if you have an eight or something like that, keep it limited to one, not many more than that. Cause it's just going to take too long to play it. But that's that. I'll have to, uh, re-listen to this it's and the, then it's watch, watch, uh, or look at my, my, uh, control deck. And I'm like, Oh, that one's gotta go. That one's gotta go. <laughs> but this well, has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been. Do you have any uh, any parting thoughts before we bid our dear listeners adieu? Uh, I would definitely say that anybody who's looking into getting into Hearthstone, it's definitely, I mean, you probably are if you stayed this long. <laughs> but <laughs> so true. it's definitely worth it. You'll have a great time. It's fun. It's very, uh, pretty much, you can play it over and over again without really being bored. I've never really gotten to a point where I'm like, Ugh, I just don't want to play this anymore. It's so boring. Because I always play something different every single time. <laughs> it keeps me in the game. It keeps me fun. And overall, you can just play it for, like I said, 10 minutes, 5 minutes. If you really want to go crazy an hour or two. All night. All night. <laughs> and the game itself, it's so much replay value. It's ridiculous. And if you're into collecting cards, you'll find a really fun collection just waiting for you. you yeah, that fits inside your pocket. Yeah, that's right. It fits inside your pocket. No physical card copies. And, boy, I mean, it, you can go crazy with this game. It's very fun, though. It's very easy to learn, and overall, it's fun. So, All right. Chad? Kim? If listeners wanted to maybe say hi on the internet, mm -hmm. do you, are you on Twitter? I don't believe I have. No, I do not have a Twitter, actually. Okay. Is there anywhere else they can find you online they if they want to say it? Facebook. Facebook? Facebook. All right. They're interested. And, and how would they do that? They need to know your last name, right? Yes. It's Q Hayes. So it's K-U-H-A-S-Z as in zebra. It's a fun name. It's a fun name. It's a hard name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to uh, if you wanna, uh, maybe uh, ask Chad questions, I'm sure he would be okay with that. I'm just going to say he is. <laughs> I'd say send me a tweet, but yes, but you're on Twitter. Anyways, uh so you can look chat up if you want. Um you can find me on Twitter at Cam Brennan. This has been all things neat. My very first interview slash discussion on this podcast. Chad, I'm glad you were the first one, man. Cam, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. Alright, dude, I'll see you later. See you later, Cam.